Welcome to the Winning Drive Podcast, where Parkland USA employees discover the tools, strategies, and resources to increase safety, productivity, and success. Here's your host, Ben Fanning. And here we go with part two of a terrific interview with the Director of Customer Experience, Jim Story. If you didn't catch the first episode, make sure to go check it out. It's a doozy. Now let's jump into what you'll discover in this episode. Jim's favorite thing about working at Parkland, the art of the GTKY meeting. If you haven't done this at Parkland yet, you need to know about it. It's the get to know you meeting, and he found it quite impactful. Then we jump into what is Truefill and why he's so excited about its future. If you know about Truefill a little bit, you're going to learn a lot from this episode. And if you're not familiar with it, well, this is what you need to know. And then you're also going to discover in here how Truefill helps every employee and the customer and why it's sometimes referred to as the pizza app, even though you're not going to be ordering pizzas on it. And then how to explain Truefill to your customers when they ask you about it and three success tips for every employee. And then we wind this up with a twist in his career that led to his personal growth on down the road. Let's jump in. So what's your favorite thing about working at Parkland and your long tenure at Parkland, of course? My my long tenure of four weeks. <laughs> uh, you know, there's things that I've been like just amazed at. So I, I went to Tropic my first week or I was, I was my second week on the job and my third week on the job were at Tropic. And I'm not one to go and sit with, um, you know, in the, in the conference room. I really like being with the people who do the job, you know, learning from the people who do it every day. So I went straight to the dispatch team and I worked with uh, Fernando and Richard and Ali and, and they took me in as their own, like the first minute. They didn't, they didn't say, Oh, this is a corporate guy or this is, you know, some guy with a new role and what's he doing here. They took me in just like I was just, you know, a long lost friend to them. And they threw me right in the middle of all of their work. Hmm. which is, which is awesome. Right. Because there wasn't that, what is this guy doing here? You know, what's he into? So the, the yeah, culture we call it baptism uh, by fire in Alabama, right? The, I mean, the culture was great. Like they didn't, they didn't, you know, they, they didn't, you know, question one moment while I was there. They made me feel ridiculously welcome. And the second week or the, the third week I had all these people reach out to me, and they called them these GTKY meetings, which are now I found we're getting to know you meetings. Mm. And all mm. over the Parkland universe, people reached out, set up meetings with me, and they explained their roles. They asked how they could help me. And, and they gave me their information to ensure that I'm in the loop. And, you know, it was incredible. Like, I, that's something I've totally not thought of in my, in my life. So I've already learned something really new yeah. wow. about Parkland and how they, you know, I'm humbled to be around these people who have, they genuinely, you know, accept you and cheer you on. It's not, it's not at all a competition. It is a team to move forward with. And I, yeah. I really, really like that. I love that collaborative spirit and also the spirit of, Hey, let's get this guy up to speed. He's not here just to observe. He want, He's here to be a part of it. And that's the best way to often learn. I mean, yeah, you got to, from a safety standpoint, you got to observe and whatnot, but 
there's a part of the business you just got to do. You got to be a part of it to really learn it. And it's, and, and that's the way to accelerate and um, become one of the team. And I love that uh, getting to know you meeting. I mean, that, that sounds like a really important strategy to use, especially if people are new to the company. Let's, let's talk a little bit about something really important that you're a part of. What is Truefill? So Truefill is a software application that has two components. There's a, you know, there's a website and an app and uh, the website is where you go and figure out where you're going to deliver your fuel that day. And then the app is what the driver uses to, um, to uh, make proof of delivery. So they can show you the delivery documents and mm-hmm. bills lading and the exact quantity that got delivered to a customer. Cause just because you said, I'm going to deliver 3000 gallons to this customer. Um, it doesn't mean they're really going to get 3000 gallons. It might be 3006 and it might be, you know, 2998 and they need to know that exact number. And back in the old days, it was a piece of paper. I've talked about that. It's the paper you go wagging around all over the place. And what Truefill does is allow you to see in real time where that truck is, is moving. And then secondly, to receive, get all of that information in real time. So mm-hmm. when the driver takes the pictures and closes out the delivery, things happen. Inventories move. Um, information is sent back. The customer can get billed. So interestingly, you know, anytime you do something, you don't know why, why are we doing this? But strangely, and, and this is maybe not my personal life, but um, our customers want to pay us as fast as possible, which is interesting because I usually want to let pay the bill the day it's due. Right. But customers don't, they want to pay it as fast as they can Hmm. because their paperwork, if they don't get it closed out before the end of the month, they have something called an accrual, which is a big accounting pain. Yeah. Yep. So they'd rather write the check and get it off their books. than have to go in and do an accrual every month and then have to go explain the next month while they have to reverse it and do all these other things. So the faster you can get the information to the customer so they can pay you is it makes them happy. And secondly, a lot of these customers aren't at the location where the fuel got delivered. So they're kind of blind until somebody, you know, gets the information to them. Well, so here, what, what me through what that? why is that the case? So in, in many locations, the guy who's writing the, the check, let's say you're, you're delivering to um, a tank where there's uh, school buses, you know, at a, at a county barn. Well, that guy that's, you know, that's paying that bill, he's sitting in the courthouse somewhere and uh, he's okay, waiting yeah. on paperwork to show mm-hmm. up. So he doesn't know that a delivery was made and he, he can only assume a bill is coming because they get a load of fuel every month. He doesn't know when, he doesn't know how much. And sometimes he doesn't know the price. So it helps for him to be able to know that it happened, when it happened, what time it happened, and what the price is going to be. Because he doesn't want to guess. And if the market, you know, especially lately with the market really moving around, he doesn't know how much to accrue for. He has to guess. And that makes things a little difficult for him. Wow. This yeah, takes I mean, all that away. You could, I mean, True Fill is the perfect name for that software. It sounds like exactly it's true visibility. Exactly. It's the truth, right? From a cash perspective, a timing perspective, visit, I mean, communication. It sounds like it just ties everything. 
together. And, and people talk about this, you know, we always call it the pizza app. It's been discussed for years. What, a pizza you app? A pizza. Yeah, you, you buy a pizza today. I can tell you when it's in the oven. I can tell you when it comes out. I can tell you my uh, driver's name, when uh-huh. they're going to deliver it. I order a, a load of fuel, a tanker of fuel, and they'll say it'll be delivered Friday. And you're like, do you know when on Friday? No, I really don't. You know, you know, oh, uh-huh. how much is going to be? No, I really can't tell you that. So this this takes all that questioning away. Uh, and where we'll go with all of that is to build ourselves a really nice customer place to go see. Here's all the things that happened in your universe today, Mr. Customer. And historically, here's the information that you need. So you can go run your own statistics on it. And it's and then mm-hmm. it'll be it'll be, you know, they they will love that have information that today they get on a piece of paper uh, about a week after you know the delivery happens. We are looking for drivers. Know a safe CDL licensed driver? Refer them to Parkland USA, and if we hire them, you'll get an employee referral bonus. Bonuses range from $1,000 to $2,000, depending upon the rock and the need for drivers. Please spread the word and let your dispatcher or people and culture manager know of any potential leads. You are listening to the Wedding Drive Podcast. Now back to the show with your host, Ben Fanning. Well, my next question was going to be, why is it important and why do employees and cut and what do customers and, and employees need to know about it? But darn it, I think you answered them. Pretty well. <laughs> Sorry about there that. Any piece that you <laughs> left out that uh, was a great description of it. Is there anything piece that you left out that you're like, hey, if a driver is trying to explain this to a customer, do they just say, hey, you know how you get pizza? We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna, oh, my, we're gonna do this with fuel, or is there a better way for them to talk about it? Yeah, I, I think from the from the the customer asked that question, and especially especially in the cases where I've been. That's a question that has been asked, you know, since the first time Papa John's, based in Louisville, by the way, first time Papa John's delivered a pizza and showed it on an app, you know, the, the commercial buyers have said, well, why can't we have that? And it's, hmm. it's, it's a simple but very hard thing to do. It, it sounds so simple, but it's, it's not that simple. And um, so I think our customers, or at least the, the world has been asking that question. And now here's an answer for it mm-hmm. that, that allows them to have the information at their hands. And it, it, again, it gets back to our job is to deliver fuel and to make sure that they get it on time and at the right price, you know, and their job is to build roads and, you know, uh, run ambulances and drive buses and not have to worry about what we do. Mm-hmm. Our job is very clear and their job should be very clear. But what happens is they spend a lot of their time asking us, uh, you know, what about our job? So that's what Truefill is to me. It's a way to answer ahead of time some questions that, you know, that you know you're going to get your fuel and you can go look it up and see it. That's where we're headed. So you've done a, that's a very clear and excellent explanation of this. My question is, you may not have it. How long till the drivers can expect to have this coast to coast? We are on a pretty aggressive timeline. Um, 
I am looking at uh, certainly by the end of the year. Wow. But yep. in some places, some places are live now. And in some places, we're testing it and making sure the drivers are comfortable and getting that feedback from them for the things that are making it, you know, not as simple as it as it mm-hmm. could have been. If you, you know, I got to beat the paper trail. If I can't beat paper with an app, then <laughs> I'm in trouble. Yeah, this I, I, this should be the know. tortoise versus the hare, just the, the rabbit, just you know, blowing out the turtle, the versus paper. But I, yeah, I suspect I as you scale longer. up, it takes time and there's some hiccups to expect and you're getting feedback. So it takes, it's, it's a little slow at the start. So I want to, I want to make sure that I'm able to make things better and certainly not just the same or worse. So we're, you know, I'm, I'm in four weeks and, and Truefill's not new to the company. It's just, I'm new to Truefill and Parkland. So I'm, I'm doing all my measuring that I normally do to say, mm-hmm. is this better? And if it's not better, how can I make it better? Because that's what that's what our goal is. I, I've never wanted to do things for, to make them just the same. You know, I'm, uh, I'm bringing so, this back to popcorn, John. Your popcorn experiment yeah. with your family and how you measured the results, and did the proverbial taste test. I can see you testing this on on uh, in many that true fill in many ways and getting feedback from drivers and customers and finding the best way to get this thing out there. It's been a you know it's been a joy so far. I mean, just yeah. getting to know it's a it's so, a quick way to know everybody in every rock, right? Because they're all dealing with this thing, and I've been you know accepted into it as as somebody who's going to you know make this thing happen, and and it's it's been a joy. Listen, it's four weeks of you know fun for me. I got to tell you, it's been a so, blast. So based on uh, knowing you're new to Parkland, you've got what I think oftentimes is fresh eyes, right? You haven't been completely uh, into the culture yet, right? You're still bringing those fresh eyes and seeing things anew. And I'm wondering, one of the things that has happening at Parkland right now is that that's happening uh, in some other cases too, because we've got new acquisitions, new people to the company too, through acquisitions. Um, From your standpoint though, what are three success strategies that you'd recommend for every parkland employee? Uh, I'll tell you the three that I have for myself. Um, number one, I like to learn something new and I test myself to, to do something to grow every day. Hmm. I try to learn something new every day. I don't, and I don't, I don't, it doesn't have to be something big. It could be a new way to tie your shoelaces. It, it's just got to be something new that you do with yourself every day. And um, my kids and I work on something new weekly and it's, and it, it helps us get over uncomfortable change. Um, but it also, you know, teaches us to be curious. And, and when you're trying to do anything, it helps to be really curious about what it is that you're doing um, because it, it can, it can make things can make you expand the why of why do I do this and how does it help, you know, above me and below me and the things that I'm doing. So we do that a lot in my family. And we also, you know, it, like I said, it could be this artificial intelligence. It could be um, a, a discussion with my 12 year old about, why we don't have electric airplanes mm. and, and it can be mm-hmm. as, you know, as easy as how much does a battery weigh and, 
And but it can really get into how much energy can be produced, you know, for the weight that you're dealing with. And so we have lots of discussions about that. So that would be number one is take time to learn something new. Um, I, we very rarely watch TV in my house unless it's it's a video on you know Mark Rober and squirrels because it's just funny. Uh, but but uh, number two, I would say is you know be kind and have fun. So we always I always have fun when I work. It doesn't matter what the job is. It doesn't matter how mundane it is. I'm going to turn it into something that I can have fun with. And it and it's always nice, especially now, to be kind because especially this past weird year, we've all had stuff we're dealing with. I didn't know I was dealing with stuff until I went uh, last year on, on vacation for a few days, and I, and I felt this weight off of me. And I'm like, wow, I didn't even know this was here, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So it's so, you know, it reminded me in, to be kind when people are struggling and rude. Sometimes they just need for you to be nice for a moment and say, we got this. Yeah. It's OK. We're going to hang out. And I'm not upset about this. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just, you know, we'll all work through this together. So that's my my second and my third one. And I do this religiously as I keep lists. I keep all kinds of lists. Um so I make a list of things that I need to do today and it could be, it's personal, it's work related. It's, you know, just things that need to happen at the office that day that, you know, from a standpoint of I need to vacuum the floor or whatever it is, it's, it's a list. And I mark those things off when they get done and it feels good to mark things off of a list. It, it actually does things to your brain. And by the way, I do these lists handwritten. So, um, oh, yeah. Those of you who will see me in the field, you'll notice I have a pile of pens and pencils that I carry around with me and a big notebook. And I physically write things because it makes my brain remember them better. And and I need to keep be able to hold a lot of stuff in my brain. But yeah, you know, that's supported by research on. too. Gail Matthews at Dominican University found that if you just write your goal down, you're 42% more likely to actually do the darn thing. So oh, and, and, and you have to write it like typing it right on doesn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. I have to, I have, I have notebooks. I have a pile of notebooks almost as tall as me that I can have stuff in. Um, and, but the reason I do it is because I, if I write it, I will absolutely remember it. And I can tell you what page it's on most of the time, but if I type it, uh, I might forget it by tomorrow. It's a different part of your brain that deals with it. Yeah. But I take that list and I, and I mark off everything on that list. And at the end of the day, I'll take what's on that list and transfer it to a new list. Mm. So I don't have or to get everything done. It's, what's that? So you make your to-do list from the notes you're taking all day. You use that. Yeah. And, then, like that. Yeah. and then my new to-do list is what I didn't complete today because I will never complete all of my tasks. Some of my tasks stay on the board for weeks because there, there are things that need to get done, but they're not, you know, things that have to get done right away. They just, I just don't want to forget about them. So I make a new list every day. And I, I tried, I've tried index cards. I keep it in a notebook, but I, you know, I put it out in front of me. So the next day when I sit down, there's my list that says, here's what you said you were going to do today. And it's really important to go do that to get things done. I, I found when I really, as you said, as Gail learned, 
if you make a list and you're marking things off and there's that one thing that is important that you didn't do, you'll do it the next day. You know, that's really cool. And I love this written down approach from a guy who's so into systems, right? And so into computers, but you recognize the value of writing. And uh, that's kind of a cool uh, difference because you see the benefit. And so I can see, yeah, I can see this tying together, you know, as we go through this and just one, I, I want to sort of broader bring this to a close. I've kept you on a while today, but there's one question that's a little bit of a doozy, but I'd love to get your input on this. What's a twist or failure in your career that led to your success or growth on down the road? And I think, you know, this is interesting because <clears throat> I think it ties back to a lot of things that I've told you already <clears throat> that my successes are, they, they were, um, they were all kind of led by this computer thing that like I got hired to work with these computers the first year after high school. I was in college for a year when I went, went to work, um, doing what I wanted to do, which was play with, you know, this digital space. And, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of doesn't happen very often. And, I, I got introduced to commodity trading, which which a lot of people don't even know exist, you know, in the real world. And uh, and in 1998, or 1988, I started playing with refined products, and I moved from Mississippi to Connecticut, um, hmm. like a foreign land, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> uh, I moved to Connecticut, yeah. right? Yeah. And and, and while I was there, you know, the number one options trader in the world comes to me and says, I, I, I can't keep up with all my stuff. I need, to, I need a system to keep up with options. And I said, I don't, I don't even know the word, what you're talking about, sir. Well, this guy spends, you know, a week with me on a whiteboard in a room and he explains to me how options trading works. And kind of find out, you know, I found out later in, the, in life, he's the... He's the number one options trader in the world mm. uh, who spent a week with me. And so, you know, I, I, I designed tax systems in German because we owned a refinery and I don't know German. So I had to figure out a way to do German taxes and not know German, you know? So mm. um, I've, I've had so many weird twists of jobs that just don't make any sense of why a person would kind of follow this path. And, and, you know, you think about it, this latest twist is I, I joined a Canadian company um, and I'm not sure where it's going to go. It's a new role. It's, it's a new journey. But I've already met fantastic people and I really couldn't be happier to be here. And it, it takes me a lot to get impressed. You know, as you get older, it's, you see a lot of things, but I'm. I'm really impressed with this company and I'm ecstatic to be here and certainly humbled by the people that I've been, a- been able to meet so far. They're, they're just rock stars. I cannot believe the people in this company. Hmm. Wow. And so what did you learn from that experience? <laughs> well, I, I think the piece of that learning is, you don't always know where you're headed. Mm. You know, this back to that journey and destination. Mm-hmm. I, I'm on a journey. I don't know where it's ultimately heading, but I'm going to have fun along the way. 
and I, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna have a lot of people around me that are gonna have fun too, because we're gonna create something that hasn't been created before, and we're gonna we're we're gonna knock people's socks off as my teacher yeah. would say. I love That's it. That's what we're gonna do in this world, and I and I'm really happy to be able to do that with this group of people. Wow. Well, you just put the cherry on top of the interview, Jim. Thanks for being with us today. Thank you so much, Ben, for having me. I appreciate you. Your health matters. Sitting all day isn't great for our health, and incorporating physical activity into your day helps counteract that. Our motion program is open to all employees and literally pays you to walk. You earn free money by walking a certain number of steps per day. This money is applied to your HSA bank account and can be used directly to pay for any doctor's visits, prescriptions, or anything else you'd use your health insurance for. The maximum amount of money you can earn over the year is $1,100. Many of our employees have lost significant weight, gotten healthier, and even slept better since they joined Motion. Reach out to your dispatcher and people and culture manager for information on how to get started. It's that easy. Thanks for listening to the Winning Drive Podcast. Be on the lookout for a new episode soon.